Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I was going to play Cyberpunk, but I figured I'd commit the rest of my night also to discussing this uh, horrible game that we just had against the Bulls. I mean, it wasn't horrible in its entirety. We stayed alive a lot of the time. We were playing good defense for spurts. Um, but at the end, we lost by about five points. I forget what the final result was. I kind of just cut off at one point because I knew the Knicks were losing anyway. It was GG's at that point. Uh, but I took some notes throughout the game, uh, really just to break down and unpack what happened and what ultimately led to our demise at the end. Um, we have a back-to-back. Well, Wednesday we play we play the Bulls again uh, at Chicago, and tonight was also at Chicago. And tonight was a loss. I'm hoping Wednesday's a win because if we lost, lose both in Chicago, I'm irate at this point. I mean, for starters, you know, Julius Randle was kind of just attacking the in the interior, uh, really exploiting Larry Markkinen and um, Gafford, who's taking the place of Wendell Carter Jr. with an injury. And he looked good at first. Still ended up, excuse me, being the best player on the Knicks by the end of the game. He had the most points and everything. But uh, I'll get into Randall in a little bit. Uh, really, just for starters, his first quarter was going all his way. He was dominating. But so was Larry Markkinen, who at halftime had about 20 points or 23 points. I forget what the final number was for that. He ended the game with at least 30, though. So that was somewhat reassuring that they contained him a little bit. But then, you know, he the defense in the first quarter, in the first half really – well, the first quarter mostly was just letting backdoor cuts go according to plan for Chicago, um, not getting out on the perimeter for Larry Markkinen, who had, I believe, five or four of six of the Chicago Bulls threes at halftime. And he opened the third quarter with the three to start like within the first minute, too, which was freaking irritating to see. But again, I'm kind of going off track here. Uh, we're going by quarters, right? So, I don't know, maybe it was just me, but early on, the Knicks, the starting unit especially, looked just, like, exceptionally tired. Uh, I know they had the game against the Clippers. And, you know, they had to travel to Chicago and really, like, have a back-to-back, -back, a tough back-to-back, -to -back, even though the Bulls are worse. But, you know, we need games like these. We need to win games like these to keep alive in the play-ins and the playoffs and just really, like, get a momentum going, you know? The Knicks can't – their entire season can't be losing streaks and win streaks. It has to be more of a balance. Um, Alfred Payton really looked like garbage in the first quarter. I mean, he missed Mitchell Robinson on like an easy alley-oop that any other starting caliber point guard should be able to get. And uh, that just wasn't the case for Payton and Mitch to connect there. He also missed Burks uh, on a pass to the perimeter – they kind of looked lost together in a way, but Burks wasn't even going to the spot that Peyton meant to pass him to. You know, I, we all know our gripes with Peyton. You know, you all know my gripes with Peyton, I think, at this point. And, uh, and I'm just I'm really not enjoying him this year. I wasn't really last year either. Um, but, you know, just as any other game, uh, look what happens at the end of the first quarter. Emmanuel quickly comes in. And the life is immediately the life on the team is immediately rejuvenated. I mean, he gave a nice alley oop to Noel, 
He got a floater and one to close out the quarter, I believe. And he was just bringing some punch to the team. The, they were down in the first quarter anyway. And then going into the second quarter was nice too. Obi Toppin was, he checked in in the first quarter, into the first quarter. And Toppin was moving around, getting energetic. Uh, he opened up the second quarter with a nice finish off an alley from Austin Rivers. He threw it down over Otto Porter, if I'm not mistaken. Carrying over from the first quarter, really, the team just looked more up tempo. Um, you know, I'm telling you, like IQ brings in a tenacity and an intensity and a pace that the Knicks just don't see until he's on the court. And you know, Randall's usually doing a lot of the point forward duties in the first quarter, and he's pretty slow uh, as far as facilitating goes. When he's attacking the rim on his own accord, that's when he usually picks it up. Um, the speed, his speed, but you know, tonight was just weird. Uh, but he, you know, IQ setting up good shots. Um, he was finding his own groove too. I mean, he was really hitting some good jumpers and floaters and just drawing fouls in the second quarter. But, and you know, what's funny is I took this note before I actually checked the box score at halftime where Emmanuel quickly had five assists going into the second half. And, you know, for somebody who's not a point guard, quote unquote, uh, that's actually pretty solid. Um, he ha- He's really only gotten, no, he had a couple games where he cracked like five assists. I think he had eight assists in a couple games or seven or eight assists. And to have five at the half was a nice touch, especially for him, because he is a l- very much like dedicated to scoring first, I would say. But he was covering a lot of uh, ground on the box score. And he was just getting people involved, and the Knicks were down four at the half. You know, I mean, they were down even more in the first quarter and leading into the second quarter uh, to the point that IQ like, brought them back and kept them in it. And I think the eye test, for the most part, speaks infinitely more accurately about IQ than people would say about most basketball players. Um, you can see the, the, the way the Knicks move the ball around and just keep themselves moving as well physically is just infinitely more so than when Elver Payton's on the floor. I mean, he really condenses the offense. Guys can't really get to good spots because everybody's just sagging off him and cluttering in the paint, which is where Payton thrives anyway. You know, it's, it's night and day really. Uh, but the offense was heating up in the second quarter, and at one point, Emmanuel quickly was getting double teamed. And to my previous note of him needing to find people more, he started finding people with grace. I mean, he was dribbling, driving into double teams, and just turning around and finding people immediately as he was uh, getting down down inside. I think he found actually Randall in a corner for the three at one point. That's where it got really hy- I got really hyped because I was really getting nervous that Emmanuel quickly wasn't looking for people. And Randall does tend to show a little bit of uh, discontent uh, when things are getting a little too crazy for his liking, even though he was kind of getting on my nerves tonight. But, and my closing note, honestly, in the second quarter just had to do with Larry Markinen, who could simply could not be stopped. I mean, that's why Randall's kind of irritating me too. Is Randall was getting a little bit selfish throughout this game. You know, they would go, the Knicks would come down, Randall would score, then the Bulls would come down, Larry would drain a three, then the Knicks would come down like 
miss a shot or turn it over, Larry would come back down and do something crazy. And I felt like Randall was getting into his head that he needs to outperform Mark Markinen. And he was getting sloppy and just holding the ball too much and passing at horrible times. He was reverting a lot back to his old self from last season. There were many, many times where he was dribbling and then turning his back to the basket as if to post up and the double came immediately. And again, I mean, the result was obvious. Those of you who watched saw what was happening and I thoroughly was irate about that. He started fixing it up his act. Um, in the third quarter, incidentally, as I said, second half starts, Larry Markin hits a three to start the quarter. And it was just depressing, honestly. Um, The Knicks just seemed like they couldn't keep up with the Bulls at times. And it was just really annoying to me uh, because we're considered a number one, or we were considered the number one defense in the league at one point. And quite simply, we just did not look like that tonight. Uh, but was also nice was RJ Barrett coming in strong in the third quarter. He came alive. Uh, he had a posterizing dunk over Zach Levine too, but he was just attacking the rim with ease, taking it on the bigger guys. There was a couple of moments where he slipped up and down low, but um, he still was. He was starting to score more. I I think I saw somewhere that he only took two shots in the first half, and he just started igniting in the third. Uh, Ten points. In the third quarter, I think, when all was said and done, um, Mitch Robinson was also doing a little, being a little more assertive. But he was in early foul trouble in the first quarter. He got two, and then at the end of the third quarter, he picked up his third, I believe. You know, so late in the game too, and to everybody's surprise, he was out of the game for the rest of the the game. <laughs> Sorry to repeat myself, but he just went AWOL. Um, I don't know what Dibs was doing. Noel was having getting a lot of blocks. Maybe Dibs thought Noel was playing better defense, though that's questionable as well because Noel slipped up on a lot of pick-and-roll coverage. And, I mean, there was literally one that's going to be etched into my mind is Kobe White driving into the paint and Noel stepping up to Kobe and just letting Christian Gafford get an easy wide-open dunk, you know, just wide at the rim. No, no contest, nothing. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what Thibs' mindset is. I, he's been. I don't often question Thibs, but this season, he, I will say he has made some questionable decisions regarding substitutions and who he likes to keep in versus who he doesn't like to keep in. I mean, Austin Rivers has been very streaky this year. I love him to death, but very streaky. And Barrett, who took over in the third quarter, didn't really get much time until somewhere in the third quarter once he stepped out. Uh, fourth quarter, sorry. Once he stepped out and River subbed in. Subbed in. Uh, I like that Burks was coming alive a little bit, uh, redeeming himself for some stinkers since his return from injury. He had a nice, what looked like a clutch three down the stretch, but that amounted to nothing, obviously, because Kobe White hit one almost immediately. Um. Something that stood out to me, honestly, that uh, Mike Breen actually brought attention to was Randall only got his second assist in the third quarter. I take this pause because I want you to absorb that and realize why I was getting irritated with Randall throughout this game. His second assist was acquired in the third quarter, and I believe it was around midway through, which simply just took me by surprise. 
um, because he's usually so good at getting assists. But I feel like that really feeds into my whole reasoning behind being upset with him as he was too focused on trying to best Larry Markinen and trying to one-up him and make it seem like, hey, I'm here, I'm better than you. When Larry Markinen, quite frankly, Randall couldn't keep up with on defense and was just outperforming him altogether. I mean, at the end of the day, he did do better than Randall, no matter how hard Randall tries. Um, That's just the simple truth. But uh, he started to get a little bit more people involved. He started looking, got some nice alley, uh, not alleys, but just go-ahead passes and heads-up passes that got guys some points and you know kept the Bulls on edge. And that's when, really when the Knicks started looking alive again in the third quarter. Uh, at the end of the third, the Knicks were only down three, and it looked like there was a possibility that the Knicks would, uh, you know have a swing at things and come from behind and finally win it. In the fourth quarter, IQ started off strong on the attack. Noel had some nice good defensive stops. There was a step back three from IQ, actually, that was pretty cool. Uh, Really brought in some uh, ferocity and happiness and joy. Thought it would change the morale and the direction that the team was heading throughout the game, but that wasn't the case. Um, Our interior defense... My part of my French was absolute shit to close out the game. Uh, this feeds into, I believe this is where the Kobe white incident occurred um, where Noel simply just got classed by a second year guard and a center that I think was in the G league, like two seasons ago or last season. I don't remember. And uh, it just, it didn't feel good watching Noel be in the game and let stuff, something up like that where Mitch is sitting on the bench for pretty much the entire final quarter. Uh, It was really, really upsetting at first. Uh, Also on the other end, the Knicks just could not hit a shot. I forget. I wasn't keeping tabs on the time, but the Knicks went scoreless for a good amount of time after starting the fourth quarter. Uh, It was kind of, kind of shitty to see. And then finally, you know, people started hitting shots. Alec Burks, I think actually hit the first couple of shots to get the Knicks points in the fourth which is where his rise to fame again, like revived itself. And again, that final shot that he made was nice, but really mounted to nothing. At some point, our defense did kind of pick up steam and we were spotty here and there, but we were getting some stops, getting forcing turnovers, like really getting into people's faces. But uh, alas, the offense just couldn't, couldn't do anything. I mean, these shots were huge. RJ hit a couple, uh, missed a couple of very important threes. One of which was a back, a step back in the corner. Um, he took a couple of threes. I think that were barely contested at that point, and he just couldn't follow. He couldn't drop them. Uh, we weren't rebounding well. Uh, just a lot of sloppiness down the, down the stretch. Again, I mean, you know, this seems young. You can't expect to win every game, but against teams that are like right now presently worse than you in standings and record, and have they they've lost. Uh, I think it was somewhere about five. Oh, it's only I think it was only five games um, within five points. I heard Mike Breen say, I believe, and they just overtook the Knicks, who were down three going into the fourth quarter. And it's not like the Knicks didn't have opportunities. 
you know, we tied up the game uh, 100 100 or 103 103, I believe, when Burks hit that three. And then Kobe White brings it back to 106 103 or 103 100. I forget whatever the score was. I purely, I'm just like oblivious to it because I'd want to forget that the Knicks even lost at this point. Uh, you know, still 9 and 13, I believe, is the record after that Clippers loss and the Bulls loss. Um, which is still better than how we were doing last year at this point. I mean, 22 games in, the Knicks were 4-18 and 18 last year under Fizdale, which was god-awful and purely embar- embarrassing to even know, given the fact that Marcus Morris was playing out of his mind last year, Julius Randle was doing okay last year, and so on. But, uh, you know, the, the Knicks really need to take this other game against Chicago on Wednesday. Um, They can't lose to them twice in Chicago like that, Uh, especially after this recent bout of just losing consistently. I mean, RJ's been doing well his last 10 games. Tonight was a bit of a clunker. Um, You know, you like to see Quickly's uh, effort. Alec Burks coming back was nice, doing doing well. But these types of games that they lose and they have – ample opportunity to win and they're just not hitting important shots down the stretch. It's truly a humbling experience for them. Um, Cause they have to, to get used to that where defense wins games down the stretch and hitting big shots down the stretch also wins games. And if you're not going to hit the shots, you know, you're going to end up getting benched or you're going to just see less time. Uh, part of the reason probably why Mitch, was taken out for some whatever reason. I mean, he wasn't really in there offensively. He was doing okay to start the game, and he was getting his putbacks and whatnot. I think he hit one or both of his free throws. I forget. I, I missed the one, I think, one attempt. But, uh, yeah, could have been a better game tonight from the Knicks. Um, but, hey, you know, you live and you learn. Again, still barely below 500. It's a long season. Playing tournaments are still existent in existence, I mean. And there's a good chance that we make it so long as we clutch up and win some games like down the stretch like these and keep the record at an even keel as opposed to letting it just fall apart altogether. The rest of the schedule up until March is looking kind of tough, but we shall see. Anything can happen. But that's my game recap. I just wanted to get my thoughts out there because I don't know if I could have written down what I wanted to say and done a better job. But uh, that's all I got for you, folks. Um, Don't forget to follow on Twitter, like, share on whatever media and socials and devices you have. Uh, Always appreciate the support. Uh, I actually dropped a new – it's an amateur design, but I dropped a design on the Redbubble shop. So don't forget to check that out. You know, if you're not interested, don't worry about it. Uh, but thank you for listening, stopping by. Thanks for support. You know, it's interestingly enough, um, it's 11:20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as I record this, and in 40 minutes, will it will mark the year anniversary that I created the site. So that's a nice milestone to have, and I'm super grateful that I've even been able to keep this site around because I feel like people actually are genuinely interested in reading and uh, you know, you guys keep me going. So thanks again. Uh, What else? 
do I have for you? I think that's about it, okay? Uh, rambles out. Thank you very much.